Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Creative Rise podcast. Coming at you another week, another topic. And this one's going to be a lot of fun. We're talking today all about why being a creative is only getting easier. And you might have thought, did I hear that right? Getting easier easier yeah in 2021 getting easier after 2020 getting easy easier, after 2020 nothing is easy but you guys we are pumped to talk about this because we believe that the creative industry is more ripe for creatives and more right i love that more, more ripe. ripe we didn't talk about that that's a really good way to more, say like it. a ripe banana just ready yeah. to be peeled yeah for exactly new creatives existing creatives people who were in it but have gotten out of it like this is the time of the most opportunity yeah i would say in history so this podcast we're going to convince you why going forward into the next year the next 12 months finishing 2021 going into 2022 is the best time to be a creative and what you can do about it or if you don't do anything about it what's going to happen to you dun 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 so anyways uh, we're gonna we're just gonna jump in right on into it. Thanks for being here, by the way. We're gonna start with that. We're so grateful that you're tuning in for another episode. Um, we probably don't say that enough on the show, but we really appreciate you guys who listen. Uh, there's a ton of you guys that listen, and yeah, we love when you guys engage with us. So let us know what you think about this episode. Let us know which side of the fence you're gonna fall on. You'll know what I'm talking about a little bit later on. And if you haven't uh, left a review, make sure you go leave a review. All you got to do is go to the show notes, this show, and you can find where to leave a review. We'd so, so appreciate that. Anyways, here is the concept of this podcast, and this is the truth. The last 18 months of the world, I was going to say of this country, of every country of the world, tons of stuff. This is something that every single person in here can agree on. Everything has been shifted, or not everything, a lot of stuff has been shifted super far backwards, right? Things have been canceled, things have been put on hold, all of that stuff. And there's a lot to there's a lot to grieve there and that is true. But what also has happened in the last 18 months has has been that we have been also like transported like 8 years in advance in a lot of other ways. In a lot of other ways, the last 18 months of life have sped up and put us into a place that we would not be in if we did not go through what the entire world just went through. And so with that, it creates a lot of challenge and it also creates a lot of opportunity, obviously. Yes, and the first creative space where has created a ton of opportunity is in the wedding space. And this is something I am, you know, a bit, weddings was my thing for the last five years. And I am seeing something that I've never seen before in my lifetime. And it's that there are going to be more weddings in 2022 than there have been since 1984. It's some crazy stats. 1984. So there were... We have the actual tw- stats. Yeah, we have the actual stats. In 2021... There were 2.7 million worldwide weddings, okay? 2.7 million weddings happened in 2021, which 2021, that's crazy. Totally. 2022 is aiming to hit 2.5 million just in the US, only in the United States. That's a lot of weddings. That is a lot of weddings, wedding photographers or potential wedding photographers. Wedding filmmakers. That is a lot of opportunity. It's also changed these last 18 months have changed the way people do weddings as well. Like there's a ton more elopements. And the thing that I don't think anyone's really talking about is the fact that people are now having multiple weddings. 
they're having their ceremony day that's more intimate and then they're having a big reception party later and then i've even had some people have three weddings like yeah, literally we, we have friends three that literally ceremonies had three weddings yeah in different locations or the different last groups of people. two or three weddings we've been to have been double weddings multi-day like weddings. two different weddings like a wedding with just a few people then like a big wedding so and that it's trend, totally becoming a thing that trend is only going to continue in my opinion because even as restrictions are releasing in certain areas people are going i want the elopement but yeah, i also the, want the, the big wedding party. the wedding we went to the other day there's no restrictions here where we live on weddings no restrictions at all mm-hmm. and they still did in elopement style and then literally the next day a massive wedding so yeah that is going to be a massive part of the future in that industry. Oh yeah, so just already double your bookings, right? For these two day type couples. And then number three, the number of people planning a wedding obviously is going up. The number of people who were gonna get married last year but didn't wanna deal with all the hassle are getting married this next year in hopes that restrictions and all of that kind of stuff will be eased. So the the opportunity in the wedding space is booming like never before totally and on the other side of that on the the brand side of that or just non-wedding side of creative business which i'm from it's no different everyone has been forced to go online right like the last 18 months has forced everyone to figure out how to have some kind of an online presence whether it's big whether it's small whatever it's going to be i've seen the craziest products you would have never thought or services you would have never thought could be communicated well through the internet have to start to be communicated well through the internet. And it works and everyone's done it. So that is super, super important. That creates a lot of opportunity for creatives. Here's the other thing. The last 18 months, and especially the last maybe like four or five months, has been the start of the great resignation. Mm -hmm. So many people are leaving their jobs. It's not even funny. I saw a stat literally this morning as I was researching this. 4.9 million people in the U.S., left their jobs last month. That's last in, month. That's insane. Yeah. That's so insane. That's like 10%. That's over 10% of Canada's population, which is the country I'm from, left their jobs in the US last last month. Now, why are people leaving their jobs? Well, the overarching, there's a lot of reasons why people are leaving their jobs. The overarching reason why people are leaving their jobs is because what was safe is now lo- is now no longer obviously safe. There is no safety the same way there used to be safety in a corporate job. Oh, There's yeah. no safety in driving and commuting an hour to work each day to go work a job that you don't love, but it feels safe because everyone's either getting let go or things are shifting so much. There's no more there's no more like redundancy in the workplace. Like the American workplace has just been like so flipped on its head. It's so yep. fascinating. So what we're starting to see is obviously people are going, well, if there's not really this like insane sense of safety anymore, why would I do something that I honestly don't love? So people are quitting their jobs. They're becoming real estate agents. They're becoming massage therapists. They're going and getting their yoga certificates. You know, they're becoming like anything, creative. So many people are becoming mm-hmm. creatives. The point here is that like the last 18 months has developed a boom in people leaving their jobs and starting new things, which means every time you start something new and you're building something new, you need things, especially creative assets. So again, yes. creating another opportunity for uh, creative. So people are also realizing in the last 18 months, not only has the world showed us this due to what's happened to business, but the platforms we all exist on are also starting to show us this. Your business will thrive or 
die depending on the level of quantity and quality of your creative assets, right? Each business needs to put effort into creating some kind of creative assets to capture attention, retain the attention, and then continue to sell the attention in order to thrive as we go into 2022. Oh, yeah. If a Creatives business can't, are needed for that. Yeah, if a business can't pivot online, it's not going to work for them, right? Totally. So that the need for creatives has just gone sky high. Totally. And the last thing I was going to say is, it's this is very similar to the last point, but video content has also completely changed. Like this is mind boggling. It's made our talents as, as somebody who started out as a filmmaker, it's made my talent an absolute luxury sorry, an absolute necessity rather than for some people it used to be more of like a luxury in their business, totally. right? If they had enough money left over, that's what they would invest in. Now it's like if you don't have a headlining video on your site, you don't have great social ads and great social cuts going on your on your you know your socials every day. You don't have like a real strategy. You don't have all that stuff like you're falling behind every single day. So it's made it's made another opportunity for creatives to not only be a luxury but an absolute necessity, mm-hmm. which is really really cool. Yeah. Really really cool. Yeah. So the question is what are you going to do about this opportunity? What are you going to do about this What are you going to do about the boom? What are you going to do about the boom? Totally. So another question that we that we want to ask like in in you know in a pair with that question what are you going to do about the boom is what are you going to do to set yourself up for like the abundant future yeah. that is in front of us for us and you can see my hands here if you're watching some video for us ready creatives for the people that are ready for it. Now we're going to talk about what ready, you know, being ready means later in the show. And last but not least, this is something that we really want to make clear. And this is something that is so true. It was true before the last 18 months. It's going to be true going forward. And it's that 80% of the wealth in our industry is shared by only 20% of the people. And then 20%, the remaining 20% of the wealth is shared by 80% of the people. That's pretty mind boggling if you think about it. And it's, it's factual. It's true. 80% of the wealth is split by a small amount of people. So most of the money is shared between a small amount of people and a small amount of the remaining money is shared by most people in the industry. What are you going to do to put yourself in the category of being, hey, I'm going to get my hands on that 80% of the wealth and I'm in the 20% of people that get to access it rather than going, you know, I'm going to miss out on this this opportunity and I'm going to end up having access to 20% of the wealth, but I'm sharing it with 80% of the yeah. people in my industry. Yeah. You don't want to be that person. No. So the people that aren't ready for this share three qualities. One, they aren't establishing themselves for what's coming. They aren't anticipating that there's opportunity. They're just looking backwards and saying, well, that was discouraging. So they're not preparing themselves for, hey, how am I going to handle this new opportunity, this new wave of work and opportunity? They're just sitting discouraged and complacent about what happened in the past. And number two, they don't have the systems in place to attract clients and handle the workload now. So they definitely won't be able to handle the future. Definitely not. There are so many overwhelmed creatives right now. Like it's insane. So if you cannot handle what's happening right now, you're definitely not going to be able to handle what's happening in a year in 2022 in the next even the last couple months of this year yeah the next year yeah Yeah. and then number three it's coming quicker than we think yeah number three they're operating on an outdated service system so again we live in a world that has been changing and it's not going back things aren't going to go back to normal things are going to go to their new normal it's not a negative thing there's probably negative parts about that but it's not an entirely negative thing so when you don't update your business if you don't strategize your business around what this new normal is then you're going to fall behind. So for instance, if you're like, well, I only want to shoot these huge weddings in international locations in New Zealand. Well, New Zealand's closed to people not living in New Zealand. It hasn't so been open 
for almost you two years. You can't do that. You got to adjust. Yeah, as much you got to adjust, adjust yeah. your systems uh, so that you can then handle this opportunity. So here's the deal. We said it before. We'll say it again. The wealth in the next 12 months will be split as in 20% of the people will get 80% and then 80% of the people will split the remaining 20%. So yeah. here's what 20% of creative businesses, including us, will do differently. Yeah. That we will give them access to 80% of the wealth. Yeah. If you want to be in that group, that small group of people sharing most of the wealth, you've got to focus on these three things. Number one, we will. I'm going to say we because we are in this group of people. We are in this group of, I mean, yeah, this is us. We will establish ourselves to be authorities in the arenas that we actually do want to dominate. Nobody builds, this is a fact, no one builds authority when they build in a, you know, kind of in a situation where it looks like the lights are off. And this is something that Christy and I talk about a lot. You love talking about this. But if you, if your business looks like the lights are off, you're not going to get more business. And here's an analogy for, okay, it's October. Spoiler alert. Everyone knows that. Halloween is at the end of this month. Spooky Love season. Love it or hate it. Whatever you think about Halloween. Joey hates it. There is a... I don't hate Halloween. You hate Halloween. You hate costumes. I just don't love it. I don't love crazy <laughs> costumes. Anyways, the point is Halloween is... Halloween or Halloween? Halloween. Didn't you just say Halloween? Halloween. Interesting. Okay, I thought you said it the other way. <laughs> point here is... I say it Kids point. line up. Kids go door to door in neighborhoods. Obviously, they come up and they knock on the door. They go trick or treat. They get candy and they move on and then they Best go and eat here. all the candy. Okay. Point here is if there is a if there's a hundred homes on one street and there's a hundred kids going to go down that street. This is a perfect Halloween example. I'm really excited to say this. This is going to resonate so much. If there's a hundred homes on Halloween night lined up and there's a hundred kids, you know, when it's Halloween night lined up in their little costumes, they're so ready to go get candy and like. Out of the 100 homes, 89 of them have lights on or decorated or ready to give candy. And then only 11 of them are sitting there. They're dormant. They're dark. They're spooky. It does not look like anybody's home. What's going to happen on Halloween? Next. The kids go to all 89 homes and they skip the 11 homes that do not have lights on. And the reason for that is because they're not, they're not celebrating Halloween. They're not ready they're not ready to hand out candy. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's no different in your business. If your business looks like the lights are off, you're not posting, you're not being an authority in your space, you're not dominating your your corner of your industry, being somebody who's like a thought leader in it, being someone who's trying to push it, being someone who's like encouraging to that industry. If your lights are off, you're not doing those things, people will just simply pass you by as easy as a kid passes up a house on Halloween that's got the lights off. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna so, knock on your door. So important, they're not gonna knock on your door. So. Yeah. So Number if you one, want people dressed up in costumes knocking on your business's oh my door, gosh. I do not want that. Be ready. So number one is the people who, again, will be in the crowd of the 20% people that are going to share the 80% of wealth are the people that look like they have the lights on. You click yes. on their social media. They're posting. They're talking about the topics. They're an authority in that space. They're connecting with other people in that space. So they're good. actively trying to push that space forward. They're trying to make it better. Those are going to be the people that end up succeeding going forward as this boom hits. Yeah, and number two is, are you currently working on bettering systems or these people are bettering their systems for their brand, they're attracting clients and efficiently giving those clients a great solution to their problems. So these people are armed and ready with, first of all, solutions, but second of all, a way to do it internally that works for themselves. So people that are taking on all this work but they have no system to actually handle that type of work are going to burn out 
and end up quitting, not because they don't have work, not because they're not making money, but because they are not, they don't have a system to actually handle the boom that's happening in their business. So we see this a lot with honestly wedding photographers they've taken on a lot of weddings they've had rescheduling whatever and it's only going to get more this next year and a lot of people are like i will not outsource like they refuse to outsource they refuse to build a team they refuse to figure out what systems can actually free up their time so that they can effectively and mentally run their business and yeah so i would just say like outsource what you can to make it a great system if that includes editing it oh doesn't make you a bad photographer to outsource your editing. No, not That is at all. the most incredible thing you can do for your business. It still gives you access and control over your edits. This is me giving all the poor wedding photographers here permission to outsource their editing. We get will DMs not kill you. every day. How do I handle my busy season? I have way more wedding galleries than I can like literally physically edit. And we're like, great, outsource them. Yep. So like, I, I can't outsource them. I'm like, it's like, well, then no, no, what no. else are you yes, going to do? Yes, you can. You can absolutely. Christy, uh, we, we got to move on. You want me to this, harp on this for a little bit? Just harp on this for a second. Okay. What was your life like when you started outsourcing your editing? Okay, so I was one of those people that said, oh, no one, no one can take my editing. People are paying me for my edits. No one can do it like I can. And then I got to a point where I was just really overwhelmed with my editing. And so I was talking to someone. They're like, why don't you try outsourcing? I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. So I started working with this editor and it was amazing. I got to edit my sneak peeks like I always do to send out the next day after the wedding. And I would then send that letter Lightroom catalog to my editor. She would then edit based off of my edits, send me back the entire thing in Lightroom. I can then go through and make all the final adjustments that I want. But all that middle work that actually doesn't take that much talent at all was done for me. And it saved me hours and hours and hours. Like you probably spend eight hours sometimes editing a wedding. Totally. That all of a sudden is totally. gone. You have You've all your gotta time back. do it. You've got it. You've got to free up your to time to leverage your time for more. Yep more yeah message me if you have yeah. questions yeah, exactly I'll so you. the last thing that that these people are doing that are going to put themselves in the you know 20 percent of people that are sharing 80 percent of the wealth is the last 18 months and add on the way that the online world has shifted through all of that and the way that these massive you know tech companies are continuing to shape the online world we all live in and operate our business out of it's totally flipped the way the world puts value on things on its head here's a great example of this you have to you have to change the the style of operating system you're using. We've said this before on the podcast. I'll say it again. If I was on an iPhone hard stop, an iPhone like the original iPhone, not an iPhone four, not an iPhone, iPhone five, like like the iPhone, the iPhone of iPhone, it's terrible. Like it does nothing comparatively to what these do these days. Mm -hmm. If I was still living off of one of those and trying to run my business off one of those, I would be like lacking a lot battery levels super low it dies really easily processing power is poor the camera is atrocious on it it doesn't do a lot it doesn't have a lot of internal storage i would not be able to operate what we operate today well at all so the question is are you operating your business off of something that's outdated is there a newer way to do business that the world has kind of set precedent for that you're not currently operating off here's a great example of this when i I feel like was like so zoned in on creating videos and videos and videos. And that was like my main thing running my agency. The main style of video we would do was like at first when this really became the peak was like a three to five minute video on a company story. That is so useless now. 
so useless now. In fact, I was on a call the, a couple weeks ago with a client um, that we were on a call with and we were like, hey, talking about video stuff. And they're like, yeah, we want some videos that are three to eight seconds long. We want four videos that are three to eight seconds long. And it just like set something off in my head. I was like, wow, the world has changed so much in only a few short years that it's gone from three to five minute videos to three to eight second videos. Yeah. Three to eight second videos are now more valuable to most of the people that I work with than a long video. And that's in, that's incredible. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Not only is that fun because it's like a challenge, like how do we get super creative and create an impact, you know, give really, really valuable, a valuable way to display the brand or whatever that's going to be in only three to eight seconds. Like that's super fun, but mm-hmm. that's what's working these days for businesses, especially the type of businesses that I was working with. So yeah. the point here is, are you still creating three to five minute videos when you should be creating, this is metaphorically, three to eight second videos? Are you still operating on a system that worked three or four years ago, but does not serve your clients the way that the clients you know need to be operating out of in today's mm-hmm. day and age, with the way that all the platforms work and the way that your clients try and do business online or do business in person, whatever it's gonna be everything has shifted. So give yourself a really good reality check. Say, what is what am I currently doing? And am I doing that simply because that's how I've always done things? Or am I doing that because that's actually for the benefit of my client? And that's like the ultimate way I can serve that person or serve that company, serve that corporation, that nonprofit, that individual influencer, whatever, right now, yeah. right? So that's yeah. super, super important. That's the people really who good. can answer that question and adjust themselves, adjust their business to operate off the new system they're going to be the ones that get to share 80% of the wealth with 20% of the people. Yeah. So to wrap this up, in order to be successful, the best tactics are to establish yourself for the future, is to clean up and simplify your system so you can be more efficient and effective, and lastly, operate for the future rather than operating by what was done in the past. If you can do those three things, you'll be be set up for the ripe future that is to come for the creative industry. Yeah. Speaking of uh, ripe future, a couple weeks ago, this was really fun. We launched a free course and this was just a tester throwing it out there. 300 people, over 300 people, I actually think it was 301 people, got the course. It was called Portfolio to Profit. It was seven steps to build a great website that puts money in your pocket. And the whole point of this is websites can look really pretty. They can be designed beautifully. But if they don't have the right words in the right places, saying the right message, you know, talking about the right problems, the right way you're going to develop a solution for them, giving them a plan, all these things. If you do not have that, your website's actually probably costing you money. People are probably visiting it and not buying, which means that it's costing you money when it should be making you money. You do not want a website that's going to be like that. We've already talked about this. Again, 301 people took this course. Well, everybody asked. We only gave that course away for three days. Gave the course away for free. And then you had three days to go through the course and watch it. And then it vanished. Well, we've brought the course back because so many people have said, man, I need the course. I really want to go through it again. There's so much valuable content in it. And I can't wait to implement it and overhaul my site. Actually, this morning, we saw a site that was built off of the framework. And it was incredible. Oh, so good. Oh, my gosh. If it was I was incredible. a business and I saw that, yeah. I'd be like, done. Yeah. Shout out to Tanner Thompson in our mastermind, in yep. um, the Creative Rise mastermind. He created this sick site looks so good, but it doesn't just look good. It speaks a super clear message 
very, very yeah. well that talks about what the problems he sees in the world are, how his clients deal with them, how he helps his clients overcome them, and then what life looks like for his clients after it's he incredible. actually overcomes them. So anyways, the seven-step framework teaches you how to do that. And we got asked, again, you guys all asked for us to bring it back. So we brought it back. And you can go get the course now, and it can be yours for lifetime, which is really cool. And it's a really, really, really solid course. I would encourage everybody who feels like they want to put themselves in a position to grow, especially as this boom is coming. Guys, mm-hmm. your website is the last frontier. It is like the last line of defense that a client you know, comes up to and goes, well, what objections do I have? They always end up on your website right before they end up doing business with yep. you. It's the biggest trust builder because that's what pushes people over the line. If you do not have a good website going into the end of 2021, going into the beginning of 2022, as the 2.5 million you know, weddings happen in the US this, mm-hmm. this year, as the 4.9 million people each month in the US have been quitting their jobs and starting new jobs, starting new businesses happen, which means there's way more opportunity for brand work, yeah. way more opportunity to help people if you're a creative. If you're not set up to do that on your website, you're gonna miss out. So all you gotta do is go to creativerise.com forward slash portfolio to profit. You can go to the show notes, you'll find the link in the show notes of this podcast, or text us about it, 916-587-6417. Text us the word website and we'll send you the link to grab that course. Uh, and yeah, we are so excited. The course has been phenomenal. The feedback on the course is probably the best thing Best feedback we've ever had on anything here at Creative Rise. Like Mm -hmm. people were just blown away with the course, how easy it was to digest and how easy it was to implement, but the content was so rich. So yeah, we'd love for you to have that. But anyway. So if you're ready to start being that 20 percenter, getting the 80% of the wealth, you got to be prepared. And so all these things in this podcast, the Portfolio to Profit course can be your first step to getting ready for that boom. So thank you guys for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. See you on the next one. Thank you so much for joining us today. We were so happy to have you here. And do not forget to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. Peace.